1: It's BetQL Daily with Ryan Horvat and Zach Price on the BetQL Audio Network. And welcome back to BetQL Daily. Ryan Horvath filling in today for Joe Ostrowski. Joe O with the day off. He'll be back next week with Zach Price. Eli Hershkovich producing the show. And we got 11 NBA games on tap tonight. We're going to get to at least try to get to all of them. Some really good ones. And then some not-so-great ones, but um, usually that's where I find my value is betting on bad basketball teams, unfortunately. I stay away from, like, the marquee matchups, and I bet the bad games. But tonight, I actually do have a play on Jazz Bucks, which I consider to be the best game tonight. A possible NBA Finals preview? Most likely not. I don't bet against LeBron, the Lakers. Definitely, I can see the Clippers making the finals before the Jazz. The Jazz are the best team right now in the league, offensively and defensively, but come playoff time, I just I don't know if they have enough... Enough guys that could get buckets in the fourth quarter. Right now they got five dudes that are almost shooting 40% from three. But we'll see. The playoffs are a whole nother beast. Uh, PointsBet is the exclusive sports betting partner of the Denver Nuggets. They're out doing the competition in Colorado. They are now live with minus 105 spreads on all NBA and NFL games. That's the best price of any sports book. Why bet anywhere else? Obviously, the NFL season is over. But you still get the deal with the NBA and with the Denver Nuggets, obviously, there. So, all right. Zach, here's where I want to start. I do want to start with the game that I'm looking forward to. As you can see, I got my half-assed uh, Bucks flag hanging on the wall because I thought I was going to be in studio today here in the Midwest in Wisconsin. Go figure, we were hit with some snow. Uh, some tell, some people tell me I'm weak for not driving in the four inches of snow, but there were no plows out, plow trucks. So I'm at home and uh, hung my banner up real quick to show my support for the Bucks. But I won't be supporting the Bucks tonight, believe it or not, because as I look at this spread – when I woke up this morning, I saw the Bucks plus two, two-point underdogs. I check points bet, jump on the app during the break to try to make a small little wager on the Utah Jazz, and I'll give you the reason why here in a second. The Jazz are now three-point favorites. So that's went up a full point now where Utah uh, this morning earlier was favored by two. Now they're favored by three. What I find hard to believe here, what's kind of crazy to believe about this situation, is that the Bucs are an underdog for the first time all season long. If you look at their last nine games as dogs, they're just two and seven. So the Bucs, like the last two years, I've made a killing off the Bucs. They cover big spreads. They give you a sure. scare up once in a while where they start really slow. They always pick it up in the third quarter, and then in the fourth quarter, they'll put teams away. This year, not the same Bucks team. They've struggled defensively. They're still scoring a lot of points. Love a good Bucks over, but they're not stopping anybody. They're not defending the three-point line. They're trying to take away the rim, which works in 1997, but every team in the league now has four or five guys that can shoot the three, except for the Knicks, of course. Uh, so the Bucs, two and seven against the spread in their last nine as an underdog. That dates all the way back to May 19th of 2019. For the first time all season long, they are three-point dogs taking on the Utah Jazz. I like the Jazz tonight i i i hate to bet against the team that i cover for a living here in milwaukee but i think i'm going with the jazz what are your thoughts on this matchup tonight
0: well ryan you got to keep your allegiance to your wallet and not your home team uh because if you start going with your home team just to go with them you're gonna end up going broke so you got to pick and choose your spots uh quite a game we have you mentioned possible finals matchup uh a lot of people are thinking the Jazz are the team right now, even more so than the Bucks that are going to make the finals. We could get into that later. Right now, regular season game. The Bucks are a regular season team. Uh, they're coming into a fierce environment even with no fans because Utah is, has the best record in the league. So, uh, you know, let's break this down. Uh, Milwaukee, they just came off a very tough loss on national television to Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix uh, Milwaukee was leading the game the whole way. I don't know if you were watching that game, Ryan, but they uh, were Milwaukee was leading the game the whole way. Of course you were watching the game. You're in Milwaukee and they were just doing what they do in the regular season, which is put up points, Chris Middleton, dishing the ball like, like he's never done before. Uh, I think he, I mean, he, he's averaging more assists this year uh, uh, for sure. In his career, uh, he, he had over seven in that, that game and he's been really distributing. He's been saving grace for the bucks this year. So uh, they're going up against the hottest team in the league and Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert. So um, this is a Titans uh, meeting. I'm going to say here that the Bucs, if they can win this game, I think they could win it by a lot of points like you mentioned. So if I'm going to take the Bucs tonight, I maybe don't even take the Bucs plus two and a half of the money line. I maybe even go into points bet and start looking at alternative lines because we know, like you mentioned, when they win, they win big because they hit their threes. In fact, Ryan, I think the Bucs are setting records in offensive efficiency this year, and they're not even uh, you know, winning that many games. So the offense is there. If the Bucs are clicking, I would go with an alternative line, maybe a, a minus four and a half or so on the Bucs. You could get some great value. Uh, but if you're going to play this game straight up or with the spread, you got to take the home team. Uh, minus two and a half, uh, that could be tough for the Jazz. The money line might be a little safer at minus four, 145. I think you can get some value there. And again, if you want to get into the totals market on this game, I think you got you can correlate here. I think you can go Milwaukee Bucks and over together. If the Bucks win, they're going to hit their shots. On the other hand, I think if the Jazz win, it's because Milwaukee's not going to be hitting those shots. Maybe Giannis gets into foul trouble, and uh, you can go with Utah Jazz and under two thirty-three and a half. And while we've been talking, this spread, as I mentioned, two and a half. Um, you mentioned three. This game seems to be the most bet game of the night. People are putting their money down. This is an opinion game, I think, and uh, the spread's going to be flopping quite a bit until game time.
1: I have a feeling it's going to be three. It's going to be two and a half. It's going to go back to three. I don't know where it ends up. Um, and it's it's like I said. I mean, this is the first time that the Bucks have been underdogs all season long which I kind of find hard to believe because the last two years they've had the best regular season record. Two years ago, they go to the Eastern Conference Finals. They have a 2-0 lead against the Raptors and then just an Mm -hmm. epic lapse. And it was because Mike Budenholzer wouldn't make adjustments. He kept rolling out Nico Miritich, who couldn't shoot his way. I mean, he shot like 15% from three in that series. Finally gave him the did not play uh, coach's decision in game six, but it was too late. Last year in the bubble, like, they just weren't the same team. Like there were teams that just weren't meant for the bubble. In my opinion, the Clippers were one of them. Obviously the bucks were one of them. And then there were teams that were built for the bubble like the Miami. We'll talk about the heat coming up a little bit later on. I'm glad that you brought up Chris Middleton, because as far as tonight goes, uh, these won't be my lightning bet picks, but I am going to roll with the jazz tonight. Um, I like them all the way up to four, to be quite honest. A two-possession game, I think that they win tonight. Uh, and I also really, really like Chris Middleton's assist total. Now, I got this heavily juiced. I played this really early. It's probably going to end up around six or seven before tip-off. You're, I'll take a look here on points bet here in a couple seconds. But um, over five and a half, very juiced last night. I saw it minus 135. I will continue to play right. this as total over until it fails me i had it six and a half the other night against phoenix in that game he had seven at the half i was able to go to bed and then watch the game when i woke up in the morning because it was on the west coast and i had to be up very early um middleton look what he's doing this year i'm glad that you brought up what he's doing this year specifically because he's been six and a half
0: is tonight i'm seeing on points but
1: six and a half okay Mm. six and a half see i love that I, I love that, and I'll tell you why here in a second. So 5.5 was heavily juiced. I like the 6.5 better. Is there a price on that? What, minus 110? Minus
0: 110, sure. And he's averaging 6.2 this year, and,
1: and I've seen that be climbing. Yeah, I love that because if you look what he's doing this year, he's been an all-star the last two years, but still he doesn't give the proper amount of respect. And this year, I think that people are finally going to realize that this guy should be a household name. He's averaging 20 points per game. He's averaging six boards. And then like you brought up, he's averaging six assists. He's doing it on 52% shooting, 44% three-point shooting, and he also shoots 93% from the charity stripe. So he's on pace to become the first player, make sure I get this right, to average 26-6 and six on 50-40-90 shooting in a season since Larry Bird did it. And he almost did it last year, too, and still doesn't get enough respect, in my opinion. So I'm all over Middleton points tonight, and then I love the assist. I like that if it goes all the way up to seven he's averaging six a game and I know like the argument could be made here that Utah is a better defensive team but I still Middleton's playing with the ball in his hands a lot and the reason I like that even more is because right now there's no Drew Holiday Drew Holiday is out right now um we haven't got official word I actually just checked the press release today uh Chris Middleton accidentally like hinted the other night that he tested positive so I don't know if it was a false or or what but he Mm. is not in COVID protocol right now. So with no Drew Holiday, Middleton's got the ball in his hands a lot. And he's become really the facilitator on that team. You'll see the Giannis bring the ball up court, obviously, which I hate. I wish they could get him the ball in the post a little bit more. And then you don't have to worry about him uh developing this jumper that everybody's obsessed with. In fact, like mm-hmm. everybody like I want like when we talk Bucks, everybody keeps saying, and Giannis is a back-to-back MVP, just wait till Giannis gets this jump shot. Wait till Giannis develops the jumper. Has become the new wait till COVID's over. Like you know, you see that on Twitter. When COVID's over, I can't wait to go back to these concerts. Yeah, I hope that happens soon. But I'm done waiting and I'm done waiting on Giannis to develop this jumper. You're seven foot tall. Get a new post move, man. So what are you brought up regular season team? And that's what I feel not only about the Bucks, but about the jazz a little bit. I like the jazz future, especially 16 to one. But like deep down, man, I don't see anybody beating the Lakers in a seven game series because in a seven game series in the playoffs, I don't bet against LeBron James, especially when he's got AD. And then I kind of like the Clippers. Uh, you know, they were a mess in the bubble. I feel like they got revenge on the mind. Paul George wants to show that like he's a legit MVP candidate, not whatever we saw in the bubble. What are you? So are you with me on those two teams? Are those just good regular season teams?
0: Well the the I, I like here what you mentioned about the bubble. I like what you mentioned about the teams that weren't fit for it. What a unique situation we, we put these uh, fellows in. Uh, put them together in a bubble, nowhere to go. you can't see anybody for for weeks and weeks, uh, months really if you if you play better and better, which both of these teams were expected. Um, you throw in the protests and everything that happened at the Bucks game where they uh, you know actually didn't play in the game and they boycotted. And I think that moment kind of uh, changed everything in the bubble from basketball to uh, maybe things a little bit bigger and, and on the players' minds. And uh, you could tell that, that teams just started to wilt. While LeBron was focused 100 million percent on winning the title, other teams were like, get me out of here. I want to go see my family. I want to, you know, help change this world or whatever. Every, you know, Jalen Brown did quite a bit of that, whatever they wanted to do. Um, hey, look, I, I couldn't imagine being in the bubble and playing and being like that. So, not everybody had that uh mentality. And, um, uh, this is a new year, so we're gonna see what happens. Uh, the Utah Jazz, uh, they seem to me like, uh, have you ever had that ex where you uh had that great relationship and then suddenly, uh, one of you gave the other COVID like Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell did, yep. and then, um, you know, you get back together this year and everything is cozy and, and you're the new it couple. Uh, well, the Clippers have that other it couple, uh, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Uh, the Lakers have that it couple with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And uh, we'll see if Rudy Gobert and, and Donovan Mitchell can stay together, so to speak, and uh, take it to the next level. Do I think uh, they could do it? Well, I think they could do it if they got super hot. However... Uh, and, uh, look, Donovan Mitchell is a, is a fantastic player. He should be mentioned in the MVP race. Is he big enough to go against these guys? Is he big enough to, uh, you know, go in the tall timber seven game series against Anthony Davis? And, uh, is he ready to go against the Clippers front court? Uh, you know, that's the big question. Seven game series. I don't know if he can, uh, that's the question he's going to answer for us.
1: Yeah. And I feel like like going back, like so so what I like about the Jazz is what I said yesterday on the program is that they surrounded Rudy Gobert, who just runs, you know, rim to rim. He's your rim protector. He's gonna be playing down low. They have surrounded him with knockdown shooters. And Donovan Mitchell could play with the ball in his hands, could also play off the ball because Mike Conley this year, surprisingly, has been their best player. I want to dive into obviously this full slate um because we're talking Bucks Jazz. That's you know the premier matchup, but it's not even my favorite game on the board. I'm really looking at this Wizards Knicks game. Washington <laughs> is a one and a half point favorite. The Knicks now favored. Uh no Bradley Beal tonight for the Wizards. He's resting for the first time. So I really like the Knicks. I obviously want to dive into that. We're gonna to get to a quick break, and when we come back, we are gonna talk. Uh, A little bit more about, obviously, you know, we're going to get into tonight's card. We got props to hit on. I also want to do a little nickel or dime. One of my favorite segments, even when I'm just sitting back watching the show from home when Joe O's in, as he will be back next week. So we're going to do a little nickel or dime, but we will dive into this full card because there's the big games tonight, and then there's the games like, uh, you know, like I just talked about where I do want to hammer the Knicks tonight. I really like the Knicks, uh, which is hard to believe that those words are coming out of my mouth. I've been doing it all year long.